0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show.
1: All right, well, let's give this a try. It, um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how long we can go. We'll see how my voice holds up. I'll give you an update right off the top. I am uh, struggling with some uh, voice issues. Nothing new. I've been through this before. Um, it's, uh, it's not fun. I feel fine. I look good. Don't I look good, Ironhead? Good and look better. I, like, I look good. I feel fine. But the voice is not great. I'm uh, going to go through some procedures on my throat beginning tomorrow. So I thought I'd get this out there today while I still can. Tomorrow I get an injection into my uh, vocal cords. Uh, hopefully that will uh, rectify the issue, at least for now. Hopefully I'll come back stronger than ever. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to come back. I'm going to sound like Pavarotti. You're going to be surprised. Um, and then there's no stopping us. There's no stopping us. I want to be here every day. I, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't hurt, but it was killing me to sit out the last whatever it's been 10 days. I did a, uh, three hour show. Uh, what was that? Eight days ago filling in for Rob Carson on Newsmax radio. Mm -hmm. That was tough when I was done. I was done. I uh, had no voice left and couldn't go the rest of the week. I've got my tea and honey and I got my water, but uh, what I really need is a little uh, medical attention and I'm going to get that tomorrow from my wonderful doctor, Dr. Franco at Mass and Ear. And uh, in, I don't know, a few weeks, we will see. I will, I hopefully will have a strong voice and we won't have to deal with this again for quite a while. I was thinking that what if I could pick my voice, you know, like you go to the plastic surgeon, you say, you want to look like uh, Marilyn Monroe or you want to look like uh, JLo. Um, if I could pick my voice, I think I would pick um, Kevin Harland. What do you think of that?
0: That's a good one. I, I Tangway was a good one. I know you said that. Way, yep.
1: Couldn't really, uh, or, you know, I would, I would sound like Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Of course, you can't ever understand what Eddie Vedder is saying, but he has a great voice. But anyway, what a time to be gone. What a time to be sidelined. I was I wasn't kidding when I said on Twitter that I had, I don't know, dozens of pages of notes. I was taking notes as usual every day. I was sending clips to Ironhead and downloading all kinds of video. And I was hoping that I would have a voice every morning. I didn't. So I couldn't really have my say. I did one long post on uh, Twitter, like a column, to get something I had to get off my chest. And uh, I'm going to try to get it off my chest today. Again, I don't know how long we're going to go, but uh, we will see. It has been the most disturbing, the most infuriating, the most maddening, the most disgusting uh, 10 days as an American that I can remember. I mean, it truly is revolting what we're seeing in the Middle East, and in this country. I said it when uh, I was on last Monday. It was after the attack. I predicted you will see people in the United States siding with the savages, and that is what we have seen. We have seen the media. We've seen college students, college professors, administrators, and sitting members of Congress take the side of the savages. In this case, there's no... There's no equivalency. There's no debate. There's no um, what aboutism. In this case, we are talking about good versus evil. I don't care what you think about Netanyahu or what you think about uh, Is- uh, Israel as a country. What we witnessed on October 7th was pure savagery, pure evil. We saw terrorists come into uh, Israel on little paragliders, Keys. on motorcycles and in trucks and on, by, on foot and just commit some of the worst atrocities in human history, at least in modern human history. They killed babies, they raped women, they killed women, they burned people alive. They took great pleasure in it. We've all seen some of the videos. Hell, some of the videos were taken by the savages. They had GoPro cameras and they showed us what they did. And still you had people In uh, the United States, people on TV, people in Congress who just didn't want to believe it, who wanted to blame Israel. One of the most disgusting things I've ever seen, truly, when people like AOC and uh, Rashida Tlaib and yes, my disgusting congressperson, Ayanna Presley call for a ceasefire, a ceasefire after this attack. Before Israel had fired a shot, before they'd killed one Hamas terrorist, they wanted a ceasefire. That was disgusting. These are people, by the way, who support endless war in Ukraine. They don't want war in Israel after babies were murdered. Babies were taken hostage. And if I could pinpoint one thing that I really found revolting, it was hearing from all these people, these college kids, kids, these college students. um, these Congress people, AOC, Ayanna Presley, they've been tweeting. They've been talking about the poor people of Gaza. They don't even mention the Americans. These are American Congress people, and they don't even mention the Americans who were murdered, the death tolls up to 30, or the Americans being held hostage, being tortured. Their own countrymen are being held hostage by these savages. and We have sitting Congress people who are only concerned with the poor people of Gaza. Let's get one thing straight. The people of Gaza, they're not all members of of Hamas, but they all support Hamas. Yes, not not literally, but overwhelmingly, they voted for Hamas, and now they support them. I I googled it. Every poll you see, they support Hamas. They support what Hamas did on October 7th. That's the poor folks of Gaza, for whom AOC's heart bleeds. They want they're, they're upset. AOC and Ayanna Presley are more upset that Israel shut off the water and the electricity, free water and free electricity, than they are that Hamas is holding Americans hostage. Something is really wrong in this country. Um, this is literally like nine twelve. This is. If as if the days after 9/11, we had Congress people supporting Al Qaeda, that we had college students marching in support of Al Qaeda, there's no difference. These are people are just as evil, and in fact, you can make the case that they're more evil. Al Qaeda, obviously, they're evil. They're savages. They're monsters. I I I think they're all burning in hell for what they did on 9/11. They didn't stab children. They didn't shoot kids in the face. They didn't burn young women, girls alive in their minds. They're sick bastards, but they were thinking we're going after the military target, the, the Pentagon. They were going to go after the Capitol and they were going to go after the world trade center, the, the, the uh, center of uh, American commerce, American business. Again, evil bastards, scum of the earth. They didn't, decapitate a baby. And by the way, I predicted this too. I hated to see that story about decapitated babies because I knew they would use it. If, if there was only one decapitated baby and there was at least one, they would say, Oh, that's a lie. That's propaganda. Okay. You know what? Let's take that off the table. Let's pretend, or let's just say they didn't decapitate any babies. You know what they did? They burned them alive. Mm -hmm. They stabbed them. they, killed them with shovels they 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 shot them they cut Babies. they cut them out of their mothers before they yes, were born yes they, they, i can't even talk about that one. it's so disgusting these are these are truly subhuman savages and the instinct of many Americans is let's make sure the people of gaza are okay i'm telling we're going to get to some of the stories some of the victims it's just so beyond disturbing but I don't. I think it got so much worse when we saw Harvard students. Harvard. I've said for years the dumbest people go to Harvard. I want to amend that. The worst people go to Harvard. These are just the worst spoiled brat, entitled punks who think they're siding with the uh, oppressed by by taking the side of Gaza. I, I I haven't heard this much either. You know what kind of people they killed. They killed young people, young, you know, obviously babies, kids, children. They killed hippies. They killed people who were living in kibbutz, which is like a commune, who were dancing in a music festival, who would probably sympathize with the oppressed in Gaza or anywhere else. These weren't military targets. These weren't cops, soldiers. These were just kids dancing at a concert, and these savages butchered them we should all be on the same side. We should all condemn this together. Unfortunately, something has gone so wrong in this country. When I see these rallies, these, these protests, Dearborn, Michigan, thousands of people marching in the streets, Boston, New York, all over the country, marching, waving Palestinian flags. There was a march uh, yesterday. I think it was in Michigan. They were waving a uh, Taliban flag. An actual Taliban flag in this country. And you know what the solution or the next step is going to be from AOC and Talib and Omar and Presley? Let's bring in all the Gazan refugees, people that hate Jews, that hate Americans. Let's bring them all in. That's the problem. In the last 20, whatever year, 22 years since 9 11, we have imported, we have allowed in hundreds, of millions of people who hate us, who hate America, who hate Israel. And they feel emboldened now. They're marching in support of terrorists. And one thing that is so disgusting, people are putting, posting pictures of, this, of the hostages. Uh, and they're ripping down the pictures of hostages. It's just bizarre. Here's the march right here. This is in
0: they're, Florida, by the way.
1: In Florida, right in the middle. See that white flag with the black lettering? That is the official Taliban flag in Florida, and now you can't wave a, 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 an Israel, Israeli flag, you can't do it, because you might get beaten up, you might get assaulted, they'll take the flag and burn it, stomp on it. In America, this isn't you know Yemen, this isn't Syria, this is Florida, this is Boston, this is New York, it's just so unbelievably insane what we're living through right now. Uh, before here, here they are tearing down posters that people put up of their loved ones who are being held hostage. These are young, just, just maggots. Honestly, what's your logic behind that? they are people. They're being held hostage. They're victims. It's not their fault. So their family puts up a poster, and you rip it down. Man, there is a warm place in hell waiting for these these punks, just awful, rotten human beings. We are seeing a dark side in this country that we've never seen before. Never again. There were rumors that people celebrated after 9-11. There was one or two isolated incidents. These are mass protests, people marches of people celebrating the, the people who flew paragliders in to Israel and slaughtered children burned people alive, raped women in front of their friends, killed whole families, told the families to huddle together, poured gas on them, lit them on fire. And people at Harvard, which is right down the road from where I'm sitting right now, took to the streets to support them, to support the savages who murdered innocent Israelis and Americans. By the way, do, do people like AOC and uh, Ayanna Pressley even know that 30 Americans were murdered? Do they even care? It's like this cause is so important to them that the idea that Americans were murdered by foreign savages, by terrorists, means nothing to them. That there are Americans literally being held hostage right now, tortured in a dark room somewhere. They're probably going to die. Americans. And their elected representatives don't give a damn about them. It is truly, truly dark, sad, sick day in America. It really is. Um, uh, we, got, we got a lot to get to. I'm going to go as long as I can hold up here. But here's lots of videos, lots of videos were really disturbing that just just were hard to get out of your mind. The, the video of the girl, the beautiful girl being put on the bike by the two guys, she's yelling for uh, for whatever. And they're laughing and they're taking her to Gaza. And there's her boyfriend or her friend. He's got the shirt with the sleeves cut off. And they got his hands bound, bound behind him. He's a big guy. He looks tough. He could kick any of these little scumbag, these little skinny little punks. He could kick all their asses if he had the chance. But no, he's probably dead. She's probably dead. She probably got raped a million times and then murdered. And um, I couldn't get that vision, that image out of your mind. You're at a concert and you see these people flying in on paragliders. You think, oh, wow, cool. What's that? And next thing you know, they're taking you to hell. They're taking you to hell where you will probably die. Maybe you even want to die. It's got to that point. But one video really stuck with me. It was one of those deals where I would just lie in bed and just think of this guy, this poor bastard. He's He's probably about my age kind of old for him, but he had an eight year old daughter. He's um, Clarissa Ward, who's a pretty good reporter from CNN. She talked to him and uh, she said he's from England. I mean, from Ireland. Sounds like he's from England. Doesn't matter. He's uh, an Israeli and his daughter had a sleepover. His eight year old daughter had a sleepover. She was taken by the Gaza, uh, by the uh, Hamas savages. And, it obviously was very disturbing for him, but listen to him tell you why he was happy when he found out his eight-year-old daughter was murdered. Listen to the pain, the anguish. Do you think Ayanna Pressley gives a shit about this guy, I- AOC? You think the president of Harvard, you think the student groups, the 35 student groups at Harvard give a damn about the hell, the pain this guy's going through? I don't but I couldn't get this guy out of my mind. Let's watch. They just said, we found
2: Emily. Uh, she's dead. And I went, yes. I went, yes, and smiled. Cause that is the best news of the possibilities that I knew. That was the best possibility that I was hoping for. And we actually spoke with one man, originally from Ireland, who was separated from his eight-year-old daughter. She had gone to a sleepover at a friend's house who also lived in the kibbutz. And he described to us the agonizing moment after two days of waiting for answers, he was rescued. He finally found out that his eight-year-old daughter, Emily, had been killed. She was either dead or in Gaza and if you know anything about what they do to people in Gaza that is worse than death that is worse than death the way they treat you they'd have no food, they'd have no water she would be in a dark room filled with Christ knows how many people and terrified every minute, hour Day and possible years to come. So death was a blessing, an absolute blessing.
1: Death was a blessing. Oh, God, I can't, I couldn't get the guy's face out of my mind. He's happy. He's thrilled that his eight-year-old daughter was murdered because if she weren't murdered, she'd have been held by the savages for who knows how long. And she would be living, as he said, terrified every minute of every day. Now, maybe people don't watch as much cable news as I do. Maybe they're not online watching things like this video, hearing stories like this. But here's, here's the, the problem I have. You, you can support, you know, Gaza and say, oh, God, you know, whatever. Yeah, Israel doesn't treat them right. You pick this day, this week, this moment in history to sign, to cheer, to applaud to wave the flag for the people who just murdered his eight-year-old child. What kind of monster do you have to be? I mean, there was a time we were told liberals, they were compassionate, right? They had sympathy. They felt bad for the little guy. People like Ayanna Presley are freaking monsters. AOC, you are a monster. Mehdi Hassan, who's been benched at MSNBC, you are a monster you hear this man's story and your reaction, your instinct is we have to turn the lights back on for Gaza because, you know, the Hamas guys are making bombs and they need some light. Your instinct is to wave the flag of the people who did this to this man's eight-year-old child. I have to admit, I I expect, I don't expect the most, the best out of people. I'm generally pretty skeptical. I was blown away by just the the, the reaction to so many, to this by so many people, not just in America, around the world. Hell, in just in the West, in Australia, the day couple of days after the attack, there was a huge rally, and they were chanting "Gas the Jews!" in Australia, in England, they had a massive rally for uh, for Hamas, supporting Hamas. They had something, another rally supposed to be supporting Israel. Nobody showed up. You know why? It wasn't safe. In England, they're telling Jewish people, Jewish kids to don't, don't wear any ob- obvious sign that you're Jewish. Hide your ethnicity. Hide your religion. Don't wear a yarmulke. Don't wear a shirt or a hat that says, you know, you're from a Jewish school. This is from Berlin, Germany. Yes, Berlin, Germany. They are now marking the homes of Jewish residents, putting stars of David on their homes so you know where the Jews live. This is so chilling. On, I think it was Saturday night, I was watching TV, my wife was away. I'm watching, just flipping channels, watching a little, uh, watching uh, uh, Stanford beat uh, Colorado. And flipping around, oh, I see, it says in the guide, Saving Private Ryan, which I've seen a hundred times, but I flip it, it's not on. In place of it is Schindler's List. It was on Showtime, I think. And I said, that's weird, usually the guide's right. So I start watching Schindler's List again. I've seen it many times. It is an amazing movie. It is so disturbing. It is sickening, but it is, you can't turn away. And in the past, when I've watched that movie, just like when I watched other movies about the Holocaust or World War II or read books like, like Night or uh, Man's Search for Meaning, or I got a whole bookcase full of books on World War II, and I would, it would never cease to amaze me how they found so many people to go along with the final solution. I understand Hitler, and I understand the people that, you know, that, that, that you have a handful of real evil Uh, people running the country in the military who came up with the idea of gas chambers and and eliminating an entire race of people and actually (laughs) went a long way to doing it. And I just always blew my mind this old book called ordinary men about the ordinary people who'd served in the, uh, in Hitler's army and were like normal people, cops, Mm -hmm. just shop owners. And they became savages, killers they began killing Jews and throwing them in pits and killing children. And something just went, they, they gave the option. There were 300 of them. This book is a great book. It's called Ordinary Men. And they gave them the option. There was like 300 of these ordinary guys. Most of the soldiers were on the front line. So they needed these guys to come in and take care of the uh, Jewish problem. They gave them the option. You don't have to kill Jews. I think three out of 300 said, we're not going to do it. The rest said, well, sure, why not? And they killed, they shot Jews and put them in pits and tore. I feel like I got an answer over the last 10 days. Like, could it happen again? Are there enough people that evil, that sinister, to make something like this possible again? And now they're painting stars on the homes of Jews in Berlin, Germany? Now they're telling Jewish kids to don't let anyone see what you don't wave a Jewish uh, Israeli flag. You might get beaten up. You might get hurt. This is scary. This is frightening what we're living through right now. Again, we have there was a resolution uh, in the House, the House of Representatives. It was called Stand for his Stand Up for Israel. Stand with Israel. Just a ceremonial thing showing we support Israel. Thirteen. Congress people voted no, including Ayanna Pressley, AOC, Jamal Bowman, the total crackpots who are just really, really bad, bad people, voted no. They don't stand with Israel the day or two days after 1,300 Israelis got got slaughtered by savages, subhumans. They don't stand with Israel do you think Ayanna Presley, when she sees it, they're painting stars on people's homes in Berlin or chanting gas, the Jews in Australia? You think she's really upset? You think AOC and, and Mehdi Hassan, they're really upset. We, we, what we have done since 9-11 was let millions of people in this country who didn't have a big problem with 9-11, who don't have a problem with what happened on October 7th, who don't mind... Uh, marking homes of Jews. You know what's next? Don't go to their businesses. If you know anything about, you know, knock. that's coming, the night of broken glass. You're telling me the people were marching in the streets of Berlin and London and Dearborn and Australia, you're telling me they wouldn't be all in on another night of broken glass? Another night of don't patronize Jewish businesses? Don't hire Jews? That's where we're, that's, and Here's, here's what happened. we replaced the evil Germans, you know, Hitler's army, Hitler supporters with a whole new class of anti-Semites. Ron DeSantis is right. He said, we should not allow a single Gazan refugee in this country. Not one. He said, not because they're all Hamas. They're not, but they're all anti-Semitic. That's how they were raised. They were taught. You don't have to blame the kid. You know, the seven-year-old kid who's chanting, kill the Jews, that's how he was taught. But you don't bring him in this country and expect him to assimilate. There were lots of these videos of, uh, of kids in Gaza, kids in Gaza. We got, uh, we got a couple of them here. The uh, video of the, uh, still the one of the kid, I don't know, maybe eight or nine saying he wants to be a suicide bomber. Another kid says he wants to run over Jews with his car. I can, you can play this and I can uh, tell you what it says, tell you what they're saying. I think they're uh, not in English, but if you're watching along, this is interviews with young kids in Gaza. Go ahead. They teach us, Zionists are our enemy and we must fight them. He says, this kid's probably 10, this kid's older. They teach us Jews are terrorists. This kid's young. He says Jews are bad people. They kill our young. I am ready to stab a Jew, says this little kid. I want to drive a car over them. I will fight. I will ram a car into them. I have to constantly stab them, drive over them.
2: Now,
1: st- stabbing and running over Jews brings dignity to Palestinians. I'm gonna run over them and stab them with knives. I am prepared to be a suicide bomber. What a wild I will, I will fight for us, ISIS. I that's just one small sample. That's insane. That's crazy how they taught and you know what AOC and the squad are going to say bring them all in bring them all in I mean I understand we have this suicide pact now where we're letting you know millions of people cross across the border who hate us by the way there was that story when we were away too of thousands of special interest aliens we don't bring you know Doctors from from India or from Sweden and Norway. We bring special interest aliens. Check this out. This is from Fox News. I believe Bill Malusian reported it. Data confirmed by multiple CB like, um, Border Patrol sources says that between October 2021 and October 2023, 6,300 nationals from Afghanistan, 3,100 from Egypt, 659 from Iran. Five hundred fifty eight from Syria, and it goes on thirteen thousand from Uzbekistan, thirty thousand from Turkey, uh Lebanon, Jordan, Yemen, Iraq, fifteen thousand from mauritania these are These are special interest aliens um from countries which don't have you know they're not big fans of our of our our way of life, and we're bringing them in. We're bringing in kids like that. show that video too if we could from uh this is the most amazing video from it's from Houston, I believe oh I'm not sure if I sent it to you there's a there's a video from Houston and it's this whole it looks like Tehran it's a bunch of kids and they're chanting and they're talking about killing Jews and it's from Houston <laughs> we are we are just determined to commit suicide as a country. We have elected a president who wouldn't do anything differently. If his sole mission was to destroy, to destroy the country, he would do everything the same way. He would let in on un- illegal aliens by the millions from countries that hate us. No vetting, no nothing. Just let him in. He would, <laughs> there would be crime in the streets. There would be endless war in Ukraine. He would be running up the deficit and inflation and destroying the economy. He would do nothing differently if his sole goal was to destroy our country. I'm, Sometimes I'm thinking maybe it is. Maybe it is. All right, let's get to uh, the colleges. Perhaps the most disappointing thing. Maybe it's a turning point. Maybe people will wake up and say, we have to do something. We're sending kids to these indoctrination mills, and they're coming out. They're hating Jews, and they're hating Americans, and they're filled with just racist, hateful thoughts and intentions. There was some good news. After Harvard came out supporting all you know, the terrorists, marching for the terrorists, a, a hedge fund guy, Bill Ackman, started making a list of all the names because he, he wants people to know he would never hire one of these anti-Semites and he wanted other uh, captains of industry to do the same. That is a great first step. Now, some people thought that was cancel culture. Um, So let me get this straight. If you want to know whether someone applying for a job at your law firm supports terrorists, that's cancel culture? Who would ever hire these people? You should know that That's if they supported ISIS, if they supported Al-Qaeda, what if they supported, oh, I don't know, uh, the Klan? What if they were Nazis? Because these people, there's not much air, not much space between Nazis and Hamas right now. They support Hamas. Days after Hamas, butchered children. You should want to know that, and you should never, ever hire them. And people are withdrawing their support financial support, big money donors from Ivy League schools. That is a wonderful thing. The, the president of Harvard just completely embarrassed herself completely. And she started talking about, oh, no, we're, we respect all opinions, which is a lie. You, you can't go on a college campus with a, with a red hat. You couldn't go on a college campus and support Donald Trump. That would never be allowed. You can't misgender someone. You can't go on a campus without a mask. You can't take Dr. Fauci's name in vain, but you can applaud, you can celebrate subhuman savages that kill babies. where did this come from? Is this from the professors? Is this from high school teachers? What has happened to this generation that you can't feel safe supporting the real victims, the innocent Israelis who, who, who were murdered? You support them, you get your ass kicked. But if you support savages, terrorists, subhuman scum. That's cool. You know, that's hip. That's like the latest, you know, Che Guevara. I mean, when I was in college, there were hippies. There were leftists. they, They were against nukes. They wanted to save the whales. They hated Reagan. How did we get to the point where college students now support terrorists and they literally say that they don't believe that they killed babies? well, we got one of the savages right here. You have that video? Mm -hmm. This is an an interrogation of a Hamas terrorist. They're literally talking to him, giving him water. And he explains how they raped women and cut their heads off. You can go to any college campus right now to a rally in support of this scumbag, and they will say, I don't believe it. It's not true. This is the guy telling you himself. Go ahead. What, so praise God his name is Mohammed Namad, Ahmed 21 21 22 he doesn't even know how old he is <laughs> he's, he looks like he's been roughed up a little which is good not enough did you pray today yes I prayed <laughs> go for it what does he say let's go and he's so casual, just nonchalant. He's like picking at his face, talking about what they did. Old men, women, babies, little ones, young women, teenage girls, he says. Teenage girls? What did you do to them? Killed them. Why? According to religion. Uh, the kidnapping, the raping, the whoring of children is forbidden. Why'd you do such a thing? They cut off their heads. Why? Hamas. After they killed him, they cut off their heads. This is a guy telling you what he did. And literally every one of these rallies in support of him, college students, little punks from America, little rich entitled punks, say, Oh no, I don't believe it. That's, that's propaganda. That's from, uh, you know, the Jews that's from Israel. They're liars. It's just, it is so sad. It's so sick what's going on. And we're not going to have boots on the ground in Israel, but we have carriers there. We'll have all kinds of support, but why not? I mean, I'm not asking for it cause I think Israel can handle it, but they have Americans held hostage Aren't we on the ground trying to get our Americans out? If we get our Americans out, kill some Hamas guys, then we can get out. We're not going to stay there. But do we forget that there are Americans in a dark room in some tunnel right now? We forget about that. Joe Biden and Blinken literally yesterday talked about aid for Gaza, aid U.S. taxpayer dollars to Gaza, where scumbags like this will steal the money, steal the food. It won't go to the Gaza people. And even if it did, why is that your priority right now? Why? We got this cut. Joe Biden, as always, went on with 60 Minutes, Scott Pelly and embarrassed himself. Scott Pelly was like his aide. He was like his uh his handler. I mean, he he did more than KJP did to to help get the message out. He was sitting there. Biden was so out of it and just so uh, you know, old and tired and feeble and incoherent. Pelley was like interviewing himself, just filling in the blanks. There's a lot of blanks when you talk to Joe Biden and Pelley would fill them in. Watch this one exchange where Joe Biden thinks it's some kind of profound message to just say, don't, 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 don't. That's all he says. He did that in a speech the day before. What's your message to, to uh, Iran? What's your message to the world? Don't. And Peli literally has to try to help him fill in the rest of the sentence, go ahead. There's limited fighting already on the Northern Israeli border, and I wonder what is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Don't, 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 don't. Don't come across the border, don't escalate this war. That's right.
0: I didn't hate this video, to be honest. (laughs)
1: Why can't he say that? Why is it left to Scott Pelley to answer the t- Don't, 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 don't. You're supposed to, let me tell you what you're supposed to say in this situation, Ironhead. He's supposed to say, if you touch one hair on the head of one American hostage, one, har- one hostage gets harmed, you all die. And I don't, I mean, you all die. That's how this works. They are holding Americans hostage. This is 1979 all over again. They're not going to get out anytime soon, but at least in 79, when they held them for 444 days, at least it led the news. Hell, it created the show Nightline started because it was about the hostage crisis. We have people in Congress, in the White House, who don't even mention the Americans being held hostage. It's like secondary. Yeah, whatever. They, They were in harm's way. It happens. And, and this this buffoon is gonna go to Israel tomorrow, he'll probably fall down the stairs and just keep saying, don't, 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 don't. And then he'll talk about sending aid to Gaza. Jesus, it's just it's just a sad, sorry place we're in right now. But uh, we got so much more to get to, but I don't know if I could do it, man. <clears throat> what do we got that's really important, Iron Ed?
0: I like how we we, we already did uh, ten minutes further than we thought.
1: That's true. I got that long super cut from all the people yeah. saying uh,
0: Yeah, we can watch that and just laugh at with,
1: it. Yeah, we'll play. I want to do this super cut because I've been watching it for 10 days. We'll do Shay. Yes, yeah, do Shay, <laughs> which is always with us. And although you don't have your Shay hat on. To I, to I wasn't it.
0: expecting the show, so it's at, it's at my desk at my house right now.
1: As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade. The front entrance of your home giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all of that for you. They leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey insulation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at Shayconcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they're between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. The next one, it'll oh, yeah, be I sent there. you that video from... Uh, yeah, I got it. From uh, Houston where all the kids... That is some scare. Play this first and then we'll get oh, to wait. the super...
0: The, uh, the Houston one, no, I did not have, unless you just sent it.
1: No, it's... Uh, can I send it again? Let me see. All right, we'll do we'll do the uh, supercut. Oh, uh,
0: oh, this one, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Iranian sleeper uh, sleeper cells. I
1: mean, I, I, yeah. I don't blame you for being confused. It's unbelievable. It's, it's shocking that that's America. That's, that's a city <laughs> in Texas. And <laughs> okay. uh, I don't know. The sound's not great, but the video, if you're watching along. It's, Oh Jesus Christ! Just <gasps> gives me chills.
0: Now, this now is, that makes sense. I was like, "Which Texas video are you talking about?" <laughs> that is Texas.
1: This yeah. is what we are importing every day. We are importing people who believe, you know, Hamas is doing Allah's work. People who chant Allah Akbar. That's who we're importing. Play this. There it is. This is this is in Houston, Texas. I The, the chanting, they're chanting, I will be your soldier. I will be your martyr.
0: It's so wild, the, the hate that's just built into these
1: people. You can just feel it. It's just oozing off. Yeah. Them. They, they loved what happened on October 7th. And you know what else they loved? September 11th. Yes, they did. <laughs> they did Not, those it. kids are like six years old. Their parents, their, their whatever, their leaders, their teachers are teaching them. To be a martyr, that's the, the whole, everything comes down to one simple thing. The head of Hamas said, they, we don't understand them because they love death. They said, Israelis, Americans love life. We love death. They want death. They think they'll be martyred. When you're dealing with someone that twisted, that, that I mean, there's no logic involved. They can burn children alive and they still think they're going to heaven. That's sick. That's not something we should be importing into this country. And yet every damn day we're importing thousands of thousands more. All right, let's do the, uh, you know what? I was going to mention Vivek Ramaswamy came out against Bill Ackman and said they shouldn't blackball the students who support Hamas. I, li- I like Vivek. He's got a lot of great ideas. That's insane. You should absolutely get the names. This should track them everywhere. These aren't people with you know who just made some stupid joke on twitter when they were 16 these are people marching in the streets in support of a group of terrorists who just killed 30 americans we should absolutely know their names they should never be hired at any decent american company anyway let's do the um before we go say goodbye for i don't know how long check out this super cut these are politicians and media people supporting terrorists go ahead Tonight,
0: there is growing backlash to a letter signed by nearly three dozen student groups at Harvard, which solely blamed Israel for the deadly attacks by Hamas. Naturally. We do not punish or sanction people for expressing such views. The BLM chapters and groups across the country
2: actually celebrating the sickening sight you're seeing there. Their flyer had a paraglider on it. Oh, Raymond, it's getting so bad you can't even hold a moment of silence for the Israeli victims during a school board meeting without pushback. As the old civil rights adage goes. No justice, no peace. Remember that what's happening right now is in a greater context of uh, one of the greatest crimes against humanity, which is an apartheid regime. The Israeli government is what has fueled this. It's It's Israel that is occupying the Palestinians, not the other way around. (laughs) And it's basically like living, Alex, in an open-air prison. I think Hamas mainly attacked military establishments, military installations. You (laughs) can't condemn women and children (laughs) and elderly people being murdered in the streets. (laughs) What about Do you condemn it? I already said. Why can't you say yes? Because I already gave you my answer. Yes. You didn't give an answer, and every, I think anybody who watches would understand what your actual position is. Here. Your- <laughs> Do you support Israel's rights to defend themselves against brutality? Congressman, why do you have a Palestinian flag outside your office if you do not condone what Hamas terrorists done to Israel? Will you condemn oh, yes. Hamas then? Tell me I that. I have already said that I condemn the violence that Hamas... But Hamas as an, Hamas an organization, organization as a terrorist organization, will you condemn them? I don't them? see them as a terrorist organization. Hamas is a political movement that was elected. The justification of the violence is the occupation. Palestinians are leading a freedom movement. Hamas is a movement, and then you fight back for that and you stand for your rights. that does not make you a terrorist. That makes you a defender. And 31 student yeah. groups
1: oh, blaming bad. Israel. And your answer to this is they are largely right. You cannot simply look at this particular moment
2: without the larger backdrop of an ugly o- occupation. I think a lot of them were very
1: disappointed right. with the United that's States. That's, that's a presidential candidate right there, Cornell West. Unbelievable. It is very revealing. It truly is. It's sad, it's sickening, but very revealing. We got to see the true colors of so many of these people. They hate Jews. They hate America. You know, they hate freedom. They support terrorists. That's what they do. That's what students at Harvard did. 35 student groups signed letters supporting terrorism. Harvard, truly sickening.
0: Gross. Cancel it's them all. so
1: gross. All right. Well, I guess uh, do we have time to mention the fact that I went five and all of my NFL picks?
0: Only if we can talk that I, about how I went four and one.
1: You if, went four and one. Now, where what? Am I in the lead? You're in
0: the lead. I think by two. Um, Montante went one and four last oh, week. Good. So the big sharp from last year is just Back falling apart.
1: Pack. Yeah, that was a wild weekend. The safety one and <laughs> yeah, four. <laughs> the first time I picked against the Patriots, and Me they disappoint. <laughs> Watching Patriots suck is fascinating to me. It's like mm. I cannot believe what I'm seeing, all the penalties and all the mistakes, and just, it just brings me back to my childhood of watching really, really bad Patriots teams. But anyway, we'll still do our picks. Are we still going to do our picks, Iron Ed?
0: Yeah, I can do them with Montante and have you just send them in like last time if you can't speak. Uh.
1: Okay, well, I will be heading into uh, – into uh, the uh, hospital, into the mass ma- uh, mass Ioneer, the wonderful mass Ioneer Institute, and uh, getting a little procedure, little injection, hopefully it will oh by the way, never mention BLM. All you people who support BLM put BLM posters and BLM flags. You should be ashamed. BLM supports terror. they support Hamas. They weren't even subtle about it in fact. People tried to defend them and say, oh, no, they just support the poor people of Gaza. They said, no, they support Hamas. BLM is a terrorist-supporting outfit. Uh, we've told you before, they support defunding uh, defending the police, ending capitalism, dismantling the nuclear family, and they support Hamas. That is BLM. That's who all these corporations and celebrities gave millions to, and they do nothing for black lives, nothing. They build mansions. That's what they do, the greatest scam in the American history. Anyway, we're gonna leave it there for today and probably for this week. We'll we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna I'm not really sure. I'm gonna sound after I get my uh procedure, but I do believe in a few weeks I'll be tip top. I will sound like uh Peter Jennings. What do you think of that? Sound like maybe That'd be good. Or uh,
0: Newsmax's own Tony Marino with the golden voice. He's got an amazing voice. You know,
1: I'll sound like Tony Marino in a few weeks, but uh, we will leave it there for today. Thanks to everyone for reaching out, for checking with me and sending their best. And even the ones who didn't, I will be back, hopefully, uh, at least uh, stronger with a stronger voice than ever. That's the hope. But we will see. I can keep you updated on Twitter and uh I will uh, Iron Ed will continue to do our NFL picks. I'll be back as uh, soon as I am able. To believe me, I can't wait to come back. So much to talk about, but we'll leave it there for today. Thank, thanks again, everybody. Thank you, Iron Ed. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will do it again soon. But I'm going to go to bed.
0: something ain't right is it just me am i losing my mind or am i standing on the edge of the end of time am i the only one tell me i'm not Who
2: take- like the show leave a five-star review on apple and spotify